want to check us out on all of our social media platforms on Twitter at tinfoilhatcast, reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoilhatshow, on Instagram at tinfoilhatpod, or allcomedytshirts.com, email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're like the first doing this gay couple of conspiracy yeah. theories. I think it's beautiful, man. I love their partner. Say that again. Dark realm crazy shit. Wake up, Aaron. There's reptile people everywhere. Hey, man, where's hey, the truth there, dog? Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yes, the revolution will be podcasted. I believe that more and more. Uh, welcome to Tinfoil Hat. Uh, you know who we are. You know who we do. Uh, good to see my uh, my good friend. I love him with all my heart. Uh, off the Grid is here, everybody. hey Big uh, announcements. Big Come announcements. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got a wonderful show for you. But before we begin, we would love to get into our giant announcement. We're proud to announce that Tinfoil Hat has been asked to be part of Skankfest in New York City. That's right. We're going to be out there. Woo-hoo. We're going to be doing our live podcast with our special guest uh, from the Tim Dillon is going to hell podcast. Tim Dillon, everybody. So we will be out there. Stand up comedy uh, and tinfoil hat. So uh, grab your tickets now. I know where they do the room. It's a very tiny room. I know where they do the shows. They're very tiny. Well, they moved rooms. it this year. So this year is going to be crazy. They only have uh, tickets left for Sunday. It's going to be July 14th and 15th at the Brooklyn Bazaar. Four stages. They're going to be doing live podcasts. We're talking Dave Attell, Rich Voss, Sam Tripoli, Ari Shafir, you name it, dude. It's going to be ridiculous. Dave Attell. We're eight days out. Oh, no, we're how many days out? Ten. Ten days days out. So grab your tickets now. We're going to get off the grid Ryan out there. We're trying to figure out how we do I might put him on a bus. Might ship me in a crate, like Walmart style. Yeah, I might throw you in a suitcase, and then Mm -hmm. I take the bus, and you're my suitcase. Hey, I'm down. (laughs) So uh, we'll figure it out. However, we can keep that down. And then uh, real quick. Uh, this Thursday night, I'm at the Dojo. If you want to check that out, uh, the Dojo Comedy, just go to uh, thedojoofcomedy.com. You can find your tickets there. And then Saturday night, I'm at the Dojo of Comedy 2 for the UFC, the big UFC fight. So go check it out. Welcoming to, I'm very excited. Sorry, was I loud there? Um, I'm very <laughs> excited to have our next guest on. I've been friends with one of them for a very long time. That does not mean she's old. She's very young. But she, <laughs> I knew her when she was a baby. And we've been friends ever since. Uh, they have a wonderful podcast called Karen and Kara Can Read. Please welcome to the show, Karen Rontano- Rontowski. Rontowski, Yay! God damn it, practice that. <laughs> and Karen Sotanovich, welcome, ladies. Welcome. Hey, welcome. We look more alike today. We're both wearing a black hat and our glasses, <laughs> and I have some scruff, too. You look like we you look teach so, it's... gun safety right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> right? Point right. down range. I do. It, my gun safety is, please don't yeah. shoot our kids. It's very interesting. As I talked about Skangfest, I'm like, oh, we got two females on. Yeah. We're talking 
Okay, and then I we see your be, hat. We can be skanky. Oh, shank. Shank, close shank. enough. Yeah. So you're not skank, you just shank. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I went to college. It's so. golfing. Is that what we're talking no, about? It's, it's not knifing well, people? Well, all right, we'll just say golfing. There you I go. don't want to say it in front of Karen. She's a vegan. <laughs> she, you know, she she's the real deal. Like, she did yoga five times already today. Congratulations. <laughs> so, thank you. I don't want to offend her. It's a pig part. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about your guys, uh, about you and your podcast and what you guys do, and then we'll get into the whole thing. Well, we do readings for, uh, I was always into tarot and doing tarot readings, and a long time ago, Kira was like, I can do a reading on you, and I was like, okay, she did a reading for me, and it was great, and then she had me on her podcast one time, and- Aaron was there. Aaron, oh, Aaron you were Aaron's there. always there. Hi, Aaron. I didn't know that was Aaron. Yeah. It was and my idea. And we had idea. such a good time. Oh, oh look who's Aaron, taking look credit. Who's the executive producer. Aaron uh-huh. Singer's comedy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, it was a hit. So she came on my podcast, my parenting podcast. I made an exception, okay, uh, because I was promoting her, and she I was doing. Puppies. She does her paranormal stuff. <laughs> like Karen has all this paranormal. So I was like, "Come and promote, right? What well, we'll do something different." Uh, and I think our guest had bailed last second. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> it's strange how the universe works out, yeah. right? Yeah. And and I did a reading for her just for funsies, and she was like, "Well, everything you said is." 100 percent true she's the best uh i'm i i'm a student she's the best natural no. reader i've ever seen and i don't That's, mean i mean it's not i'm a student like i don't do it but i mean i i study my way into this but she's just right off you the are natural and gypsy. you had to put the I grind work in. at it yeah but yeah. and i and i do it during the day too but so. let me give you an example so we do our podcast right so it's karen with her tarot cards and i'm usually have to touch the person that's just how i connect with people and we'll have comics and this happens Almost every episode, almost, where we'll say like, um, oh, you know, uh, okay, here's an example. You were in a motorcycle accident. You had a motorcycle. And the person says, yes. And I go, you had a really bad accident. You had like road rash all up and down your back. And they go, yeah, actually I did. I, I fell and I had road rash like all up and down my back. He goes, good guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I can't guess that. Like it's that's so weird, impossible right? to yeah. guess. But people, for some reason, they kind of, they're like, wait, what's happening? It's a lot for them to wrap their brains around. It scares people. It really does. does. That there's more going on that they know. I have a cousin of mine that if you could hand him anything, put it in his hand, he'll tell you the whole history of it. Psychometry. Psychometry. That's something called psychometry? Yep. Yeah, and he can do readings with that. Yeah. Really? He's yeah. picking up the vibrations. In fact, the lady that taught me tarot, she doesn't, you don't touch her cards. You, She has a bunch of crystals, and you hold some crystals, and you hand them back to her, and she does a reading from there, because it's too intense when she touches. So, yeah. Why have people kind of like push this to the fringe do you think do they like oh look at the cra- like i mean Why do they i don't want to be witches crude. to be yeah, to begin with you know I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many psychic readings i think they're a front for like cocaine and hand jobs they probably are uh you know uh, some of them maybe because people always talk about like i, I like i'm a tarot historian when i oh. say that's what i mean by student like i study the decks through where they came from this and that but um people don't understand like one lady when i first started out i was like 20 a reading which i'm not now um and she was like oh that was a great reading my husband said you were going to google me and find out all this stuff and i was like really so for 20 dollars, i was going to spend five hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. researching you yeah. and i think that there's um 
it's very hard to make a living at it. Like uh, with I, I can make a living at it now, but I think there's it's not as much fraud out there as people think. Sometimes there's people I think that want to be psychic. They really want to, and they don't want to do the work. But as for fraud, no, I think they could be fronts for yeah, other some stuff because it's again, really hard. I've had shitty dentists. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like there are a-, a trillion dentists out there, and I remember I got. A terrible root canal went online. I should have done this beforehand. Looked him up, and there were just hundreds of terrible Yelps. This was before Yelp was really a thing to look yeah. at, but like right. all these bad reviews. And I'm like, oh my God, I got the bad shitty dentist out of the million in no, Los Angeles. I get that. You know, we're conspiracy theorists. I'm one of the weird ones that actually. I'm proud of it. And, you know, we are represented by the crazies. Like, the crazies only get on television. And it's done to demonize and make everybody right. look like, oh, look at Alex Jones. And I have nothing against Alex Jones. You know, he a broken clock's right twice a day, right? So mm-hmm. he has some right stuff. And then he says some stuff. And you're like, that's making us look bad. Because there's a lot of truth out there that we fight to get out. And people refuse to look at it because they want to take the one thing they didn't agree with. Alex Jones on and he is he's he's it's this new I don't know if it's new because we talk about you know all these guys in the past who kind of use this train wreck mentality of how to promote you like say the craziest shit if you guys had a show like his would you be crying every episode and screaming and yelling and you know he just he has to make everything frantic insanity yeah Yeah. the scary thing about him and there's some other people who are in this world is they now use uh, anybody who says anything bad about them to ignite their followers. Right. Be like, they're coming at us again. And then they just, the horde comes, you know, and it's, right. it's just, it's that way of promotion. And it's no different than what Kim Kardashian does or Trump does or Kanye West does. It's just this thing. So what, what happens is these crazy people, bringing it back to what we're talking about, represent, they come to represent us with the 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 population so when a tv show has a psychic on and they look really bad now all psychics look really bad right. and it's like well who goes on that show right. is a certain type of person right. that does not represent the entire group it's it's kind of like when i we talk about politicians like we really want our politicians to be these loving caring uh you know charity working people but what we find out is like those people don't run for office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't run. They don't want that. Or they com- don't last. Or, yeah, they, they get, might run. And it could be applied to comedy and all that. Right. Well, here's the thing with Karen, especially. So when we met like years and years and years back, she just like mentioned to me that she does ghost hunting. Oh, I love this. And my husband is <laughs> obsessed with ghost hunting shows. He actually worked on two different ghost hunting shows as a producer, you know. Uh, and and I was just like, mm, OK, I didn't I'm not saying I didn't believe her, but I was like. All right, cool. You know, like I support that. And then I used her as a ghost hunter in my house because when we moved last year, Karen had to come and figure out what the fuck was going on in my house. Yes. And I brought a medium and then Karen came and then she And I brought a medium. Yeah. (laughs) I've had like three mediums. I've had Karen over. She brought bells to ring and we saged and we did everything. Really? Yeah. Without getting too specific, is it an older area of LA? No. Hmm. No, I don't think. See, you can answer better. That's that's not, especially lately, that's not connecting. That's not always the thing. Uh, What I would say more about California, California has a 
drastic history of wars and gold rush and, oh. you know, that kind of stuff. So it doesn't necessarily have to be older. I think there's way more out there now than people are aware. It's a lot of energy happening. Yeah, yeah. And L.A. has a lot of energy that sort of, it, you know, gives these things more. And we're in an astrological time now where it's way more apparent. It's like the veil is getting thinner. So if people used to, I used to see ghosts as a little kid, all of a sudden they're calling me like, what? How, why am I seeing them again? It's like it's all, universe is expanding. And we've talked about this on past podcasts, like LA itself is a hotbed for way back in the day, in like the 30s, all, Jack Parsons yep. and the cult and all that stuff, because the energy that's here. Right. Yep. And in the Southwest itself, like Arizona, there's portals and stuff like that, that in this area over time, whether it's Native Americans and stuff like that, there is some like, I don't know, voodoo shit going on <laughs> that has brought the energy here. It's almost like Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. where it's like New York City represented this, this place where all the ghost energy was. Well, I think Southern California is somewhat like that. I went through a wormhole once. What? <laughs> not, not to <laughs> like. Oh uh, <laughs> That's the best sentence. I, <laughs> it sounds like a I sexual had, euphemism. Yes. But. <laughs> I uh, I had this medium friend that I used to hang out with, and I think when her and I got together, the energy was just so freaky. We would have very strange experiences. And I was doing a gig in Yuma, and, and there uh, was no coke involved with this. That not not in the beginning. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we're driving down. We're going the regular way down the five over the eight to Yuma. I used to live in San Diego. I know every street. I know everything. I used to live on the other side of the eight. I pick her up. We stop in Carlsbad for gas. Get a receipt. Timestamp on the receipt. We start driving down. The CD starts to skip. And both of us look down and go to touch the CD. Then we go, oh, like that funny. We did it at the same time. We look up. There's a giant wall. There's a huge wall. And I go, I have no idea where we are. Wow. We And she starts screaming, oh, my God, we're in Tijuana. And... I was like, no, we can't be because we didn't pass Garnett. We didn't pass SeaWorld Drive. We didn't pass Rosecrans. We didn't pass the 163. We didn't pass anything. We pull off. She calls her husband. Oh, my God, we're in Tijuana. We were in Tijuana. It took us five hours to get out because it was Saturday. You ever try and get out of Mexico? We didn't have the right passports. We were like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? They totally didn't care. And um, (laughs) we did the time stamp on the receipt to the time on her phone, and there was no way we could have made it that distance in the hour that we were driving. There was no way. Unbelievable. It was. And That's where I was talking about. There's portals yes. and stuff. Uh, within. Do you ever go to drive to Vegas? You see XXXXZ. There is supposedly some something at the end of that road that to the point that the government <gasps> has locked that thing down. You can't go to the end. It's like a, a military uh, base or something. And there's supposedly mm-hmm. some kind of portal. Well, do you know Joshua Mann? No. Okay, he's a comic. He and I did a gig up. So you're driving to Vegas, but then you like turn off around there, and there's actually in the mountains um, a, um, I, I don't, I'm going to say army base. I don't know. I'm going to assume army. I don't, maybe okay. maybe Marine Corps, but it's a, it's a military, military base. Let's just say military. And we had a gig there, and uh, we drove separately. And as I was driving, it's empty. It's completely empty. Um, I'm driving up there. I'm way early because you never know, right? With Vegas, with traffic to Vegas, yeah. So I'm like two or three hours early. So I decide to pull over, open up my luggage, and look for something. And I swear to God, there was a hills have eyes moment. I hear people walking behind me and talking. 
there's no one fucking behind me. Mm-hmm. And I get in my car so fucking fast. I thought, oh, maybe someone drove by and the radio was on. But I heard like people like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Like, like murmuring and people talking. And I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. I slam the trunk. I'm looking. There's nobody for miles. And I just, I jump in the car and I'm like driving like a maniac <laughs> into these mountains where the, where the base was. Crazy. It was so yeah. fucked up. There is so much crazy. And I want to get back into ghosts, but you know, you know, we got to do an episode on this, but there's this whole discussion that, you know, the invasion of Iraq in the early year 2000s. And when they say there's weapons of mass destruction, they believe that the actual weapons of mass destruction that they are talking about is a Stargate. The very first things that were raided by black ops guys, mercenaries, before we even went in, were the museums. And there was right. a very specific wings of the museums where there was ancient Sumerian and like the, the type of things that would be very necessary for ancient technology to be recreated. So the idea is that Saddam Hussein had a stargate. Well, he what? thought he was the reincarnation of Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. And he yes. wore that uh, necklace or something like that, that it was supposed to be, they had, they, they would put the necklace on the cow and try and shoot the cow and they couldn't. Like it was supposedly had some power <laughs> like that. But there's a, um, you'll have to look up this reference. There's something about when the, I don't know if this is uh, when the master falls or something like that, they will know from his teeth. And you notice when they first got him, remember they were saying, they're checking his teeth. Remember that picture of him and he's going like this and they were showing his teeth? Oh. That's like a, a, a that was like a, a signal that we got your guy, that this is going to end now. Oh, my God. I can't remember that. I'll have to look it up. But remember, remember you know, they pulled him aside and they were pulling at his teeth? Well, they gave him a whole medical exam. Right. But they made sure to show, checking his teeth Oh, over because he had over. so many body doubles as well. Like, oh, he had all these right, guys right, all right. around. You're like, which one? is like, it's whack-a-mole at this point, you know? Right. And it's very funny because you say, oh, Saddam Hussein thought he was the incarnation of this guy. And everyone's like, oh, so stupid. And then we're like, hey, the Dalai Lama's here. And right. he's like the 90th <laughs> version of this guy. And we're right. all like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, we want to meet Dalai him. Lama. Well, we think that that person lives a spiritual life. And we don't think Saddam Hussein lives a spiritual life. So how can right. someone that's so destructive that's and evil... True. You know, but we don't do really know cool who Saddam re- was. I mean, right. like, I, I don't want to like get too much into geopolitics, but you know, it's like we get told by people, right, th- that get pay- take paychecks from military industrial people to demonize certain people. I'm not saying in any way that Saddam was a good guy, but we don't know the extent to what he really was doing at any point. Yeah, well, you know, and also Karen knows a lot about um, who are the evil people that Jim. poses gins what they're, they're, they're from fire they're from that part of the world and they are like pure evil most of them yeah they're shapeshifters, shapeshifters. and they're yeah, yeah. And, and they're they're uh there's some good ones but they are um that starts with this yes good good segue that starts with this set um the story of solomon in the bible he was given a gin to make his wishes come true and so that's where we get the genie aladdin in the bottle is the jinn. And in the Middle East, they make deals with the jinn. They marry their kids off to them sometimes. They're, most the of them are bad, yeah. There's land where people don't go because... So there's so, a little bit like our interpretation of a demon, but yet quite different. And they're, uh, they can shapeshift into people and stuff like that. And I heard that people that lived in Iraq, it was like that little concentration near Saddam. The rest of them were like... No, we have porn. We drink. Well, it's not that nobody well, comes very out here. Nobody, yeah, nobody bothers us out here. You know, and that's a big thing that we like to do. We like to take out the secular people and put in these 
religious crazy people to Mm -hmm. just basically make people's lives miserable. And that's kind of how we destabilize the whole area. But let's get into uh, how did you guys get into how did you say, you know, you've been in this kind of world for a long time. How did you get into uh, the paranormal and stuff like that? Um, I was always, you know, uh, like when I would go on the road, I would always find the most haunted places and I would go there and I kind of did it alone. And then I was like, well, what what made you get into that? Like, was there a moment when you were a kid where you're like, what was Always. that or Always. ghosts or was there somebody talking to you? Because I'm convinced dogs can see. And babies. Dogs and babies. <laughs> I think cats are just webcams we were talking yeah. about with Jason. They're, cats are webcams? They're for, they're, they work with the lizard people and they're just <laughs> spying on us. Well, I, I know cats. There's a, <laughs> oh they could be. There's an all-spec camera that you used in ghost hunting that is actually the same shape as a cat's eye because that's why they can see so many more colors on the spectrum than we can. Yeah. And um, my best friend's an animal communicator. So oh, can we please get in touch with them? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You oh, love Sonia. For sure. She and I used to look for uh, lost animals together. She she could see what the animal would see, and I'd take out the tarot, and I know east, west, north, there's a statue, there's a blah, blah, blah. And uh, it would take a long time, but what would always throw us off was time, because we believe that animals can um, interdimensionalize, like probably like a Bigfoot or something. Like we had a dog that ran away. The uh, owner puts the sweater on the dog. The dog takes off. <laughs> We're like, the dog's coming back. We're not sure where the dog come back. Three months later, dog comes back. Same sweater. Not, not dirty. Not dirty at all. Someone would have had to take the dog, wash the sweater, set him loose, and send him free. Three months later, we have had situations where we were, we went through everything. We were like, there's a big, you have a furnace outside, and there's a pink building. And this woman was like, yes, I bought an abandoned zoo, which I don't know what that, how, why she did that. But we're like, the cat Matt is Damon in. Matt Damon asked her to yes. do it. <laughs> the cat what? is in the wood pile. The cat is in the wood pile. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Months later, the kitten's in the wood pile. Like, it's, we cannot get time with them. So it's, it's kind of fascinating. It, it's 100% fascinating fascinating and i believe it all my best friend lost her cat she asked me so many times because only a few people up until we have our our podcast now (laughs) the world but i didn't talk about this to anybody and maybe five people knew uh and she called me she's like i can't find scotch that was his name and uh i go well he's in i told her you know i'm from san francisco she lives near golden gate park i told her exactly where to go and she asked me but then didn't follow my advice he was gone really? for weeks and weeks mm. and weeks. And I go, just go to where I'm telling you. Really? And mm. I fi- I told her exactly where to go. It's like the end of Hate Street where Hate meets up with Golden Gate Park, the panhandle. And there's a bridge and there's a thing. I told her exactly where to go. Finally, she did it after weeks. It's just like, if you would have just done this right when I told you, you would have had your cat back so much sooner. And the cat was there? Yes. And how did you know that? Because I, I don't know. You just know. I don't know. They're just like, go there. I honestly don't know. Karen can tell you how I know. I can't tell you how I know. <laughs> I, I believe all this. I, I have this ability to see how things are going to play out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I use like... By the way, basic- I think all humans can if they tap into it. It's I've, just a different level of vibration. These are all different levels yeah, of vibrations. So like, I all can the information. see shit that's about to happen. So it's like I, I'm really good at like taking information of the past and using it to 
kind of played out to the future. And like, I can, and like, nobody's 100% right. I think right. once you talk about something, it changes. It could change the outcome just by talking about someone could just shift the energy. Like, ah, oh, that's not going to happen. But I can, I can see how it plays out. So I believe all this. Stuff. Well, yeah. here's someone that, that was like, I asked them to be on, I won't name their name, but I asked them to be on the podcast. And he goes, nah. Howie Mandel. <laughs> I said, we have to shake hands because yes. I do have to touch him. Well, it's done. I know. Uh, it was a comic and he goes, there's no way I don't believe in it. It can't, you can't possibly know. And I go, have you ever played chess? By the way, I'm terrible at chess, but have you ever played chess? Well, yeah, yeah, I know, you know basically. And you know, great chess people, they can like look at a game. They go into the future. They can tell you all the different ways what, what's possible. And they can already be like, you know what? You won. I'm out. How? Yep. Because they, they their mind can just expand into that realm because yeah. they just know the rules and the possibilities and they just, in their brain, they can go ding, 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 ding. And that's it's where their ki- focus is. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know how Karen, because Karen is magical with her cards in her own way, but that's kind magical of Karen. what I do. You know, I kind of, that's, I just kind of try to reach around, like do a reach around. You know, you're very familiar with Call those. it Thursday night. <laughs> um, so... So when was your first interaction in with the paranormal in terms of ghosts as was it as a child? I remember as a kid, I remember this very distinctly, man. We ha- I had a babysitter and we had this hat. And we would put stuff under the hat and we'd be like boom 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 disappear and open it and it was gone. And but as a kid, I just didn't think anything of it. But I remember just like this magical hat could make shit disappear all the time. And then as a kid, you like kind of move on. You're like, okay, hat makes stuff disappear. Next thing, ooh, there's a dog, you know, and then you just chase the dog. So it's like. I think you were molested, dude. Uh, not listen, I came like close twice. Story. I have a joke about it. I think it's because I'm a grower, not a shower. That it never so do you have a do you have a uh, uh, I always had uh for some reason I had imaginary friends which now I just believe are guides but the very first experience experience when I was very young my sister had epilepsy and my we My father has that. Yeah, we went to the beach and there was it, the waves were enormous that day. And it was a big deal when we went to the beaches kids 5 hour drive day trip blah blah blah. She wouldn't go in the water cuz she thought she was going to have a seizure. And so everybody's like you got to go in we're going to leave soon you got to go in so she goes in she's about 20 feet from me. And she turns, she goes over the first wave and she turns around and screams at me, Oh my God, I'm going to have a seizure. Now she's oh, right oh, next oh. to my dad. Oh. So I run over to her and I, and she puts her arms around my neck and she sits on my waist and I start to run in towards shore. And then I go, No, 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 no. And I turn around and start to run out deeper. And what happens is this huge wave comes in. My dad said the only thing that made it over the curl was her head because I went into it, I jumped into it backwards. And he said, Had you been in any closer, you would have tumbled. And then when we got to the shore, I said to my dad, you were right next to her. Why didn't you grab her when she screamed? And he said, she never screamed. And she said, I froze. I never screamed. So that was my first sort of oh, like, oh, wow. this so what? So different. So you, oof, I just got chills. So that you would be what sensed... You- uh, that's kind of telepathy. You okay. do that a lot. You yeah. do that a lot. That's where picking up other people's thoughts. That's what animal communication is. So they can communicate with animals and babies. But when you're talking about seeing a situation forward, there's a guy that talks about remote viewing, and I think he explained it better than anyone, is if you have a lake and you're skimming stones on that lake, but you immediately freeze the lake and you take one chunk 
just an inch of ice out of that. If you can analyze that inch of ice, you can figure out where the stone hit, what vibration was going through. All the information is in that little piece of ice. So that's kind of what psychic stuff is, is we have all the information in that little piece, and then you have to expand the vibration outward and just understand and know. When it comes to ghosts, because you have a lot of stuff going on, You're, you have a telepathic reading, you have paranormal stuff. I, I don't do all of that. Most ghost stuff is medium. Speaking to the dead is medium. I have, she has a lot of medium stuff going on. Um, she has the equipment. I yeah. have the equipment. I You're can do the it, yeah. instrument, and she <laughs> plays the instrument? Well, I can sense, and I kind of know when it, I know, I do Reiki, so I, I know energy. I know it's what? really heavy in here. Re- Reiki's energy healing. Okay, I've never heard that. It's, um, yeah, it's sort of getting people through their blocks and getting certain, you know, uh, getting the energy flow going through them better so they, they sleep better, they have more energy, whatever they're looking for. Um, but uh, I can sense stuff. Sometimes I get some medium hits. It's just not my particular focus, but but when I ghost hunt, I'm a photo. I want photos. That's what I, more than EVPs, I want you photos. You want photos of the spirits? Yeah. Or I, the or energies? The energies or whatever. And, and I'm real, that's kind of my favorite thing. But I do, you know, we do EVPs and whatnot. But yeah, you have different levels. You can have a residual haunting, which is just a, um, like I was in the Portland tunnels. And uh, you know the tunnels in Portland that they used to Shanghai people in? Shanghai people. Oh, they used to sell them for slavery. You'd, you'd oh. be in a bar. The, they'd drug you. Mm-hmm. The floor would drop out. You'd wake up on a ship. And really? you were sold into slavery. Oh, uh, Headed all to China, you were going to Shanghai, and you'd been Shanghai'd. Yeah. And these were Asians that they did this to, or just uh, It was actually the city of Portland that were Sailors. making money off it. That's why when just... comics start working cruises, they call it getting Shanghai'd. Really? No. Oh. No, but that was great. <laughs> that was great. That's it feels career, like that. My career is going to go Shanghai very soon. <laughs> she just got Shanghai'd. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I'm doing an interview in the tunnel with one of the guys, and he goes, well, Portland has a dark history. And right between him and me saying, uh, tell me about it, there's a voice that screams, please help me. And it's so, um, I had it, uh, you know, you, you adjust this. I adjust the sound loud as I could. I couldn't tell if it was a male or a female because the voice was cracking like it had been screaming forever. So that's a re- probably a residual haunting that someone screamed that, that that inten- en- energy is so intense that it's like a video that keeps repeating itself. That might not be that soul stuck there. That might be that, that uh, you know, with such intensity screaming, please help me, that that it left a an energy imprint. Uh, in in uh, you know what we're about, what I'm about to talk about in 9/11. There's this event that is so big that it ripples through time, mm-hmm. both forward and, and backwards. backwards. And that's why when you see people, they're like, oh, dude, do you see this? This was in 1985, and it basically said 9-11 showed the Twin Towers. And you're like, well, that could be a ripple effect of, like, the energy of a major event. Also, two weeks before 9-11, therapists all over New York City were getting phone calls, people calling, going, I don't know what happened. I'm so sad all of a sudden. I'm so depressed. I feel like crying all the time. And I think that was the pain of the towers rippling backwards. Oh, my God. And they're probably Empaths, probably. Yeah. Because right? yes. those yeah. that are seen like therapists tend to be more sensey, like myself. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like, I'm in a deep funk, but they're feeling the wave coming. Yeah, right. I do a lot of uh, uh, shows in, on Paranormal Karen on empaths and energy protection because I think way more people are empaths than they know. And that's why you were talking about LA. I think LA is like this huge bundle of energy that, like, if you're having a bad day, well, I don't say I'm having a bad day, watch everybody in line at the grocery store go, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Like energy in LA sweeps on a big level where I feel like everybody can be having the same day at the same time. And it's very hard to separate because you got all these actors who are probably half empaths, half channeling, and everybody's energy is big and creative and it's going on. So it's it, that's why I think some people dislike LA, whereas like I think I love the, you know. I love the, you feel yeah. the energy at the airport. Yeah. Like you'll go away and you're like, Oh, I'm so happy I'm getting out of LA. And then you'll be away for two days. You're like, oh, I kind of, kind of miss yeah. the energy. And then you get to the airport, and it is just like, <laughs> like yeah. you're hit with like electricity. I'm home. I, yeah. I always feel like LAX for me feels like I'm walking into a daytime rave. Yeah, you know where it's just like, unch, 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 and I'm like, I land, and I yeah. go to baggage claim, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Are there different types of ghosts? Are there, I mean, like we saw, you know, obviously Ghostbusters. I went and saw that movie like eight times. And I know it's not rep- actual representative of anything, but, you know, they all, oh, it's a class A 47 Nightwalker or something like Are there different, even within your, your profession, different types of ghosts? Well, you'd have your, uh, in hauntings, you could say, you have your regular ghost, which is a human being, or we, you know, human soul was human, maybe human. Then you sort of go into different categories. You can have elemental spirits, you can have fairies, you can have, uh, demons are way high on the list. Like everybody thinks something is a demon, and a lot of times it's not. You can have gin, there's like a kind of a million things between there. In fact, one of the creepy thing new thing that i heard when i was in the portland tunnels there they talk about a soul there's a big guy that wears black and i that one i could see him i could see him in my mind and he kept other ghosts trapped in the tunnel and he's called a soul collector because he's trying to earn what does he look like um to me he was very very fat and i felt like he had the hairline was back but the hair was over not in like i'm trying to hide my thing like just like he was just greasy he was fat he had a very strange belt and for some reason the belt stuck in my mind i don't know if it was like rope or something like that but he uh all these people have passed over and it's just like in the real world he's bullying these souls to stay but i feel like he was different because a soul collector is somebody who's trying to earn their stripes to get to be a demon so he's got to do something horrible or I'm not that it was like I'm looking into it now and wow. it's really hard to find information on it. But I feel like uh, that's a very rare, rare thing that someone makes a that a human soul jumps to another classification. Mm. Um, but there's all kinds of different things that it could be. Um, uh, I had a in my apartment once I had a I used to have people in my apartment all the time doing whatever past life regression. We did a fairy spell one night and we were all like, whatever you know what could it how could it hurt piece of string piece of chocolate and my friend tommy's there and he's a demonologist and he's like not doing it and we're like why are you saying no not a good idea that's what he does he lets everyone get in trouble when he knows better than all of us not a good idea uh sure enough i woke up and something was not only in my apartment but it got attached to me and i became like so angry and uh, upset, and it was a fairy attachment, and it, it's kind of a long story, so we, I won't. Do- we just did a. Uh, we have a Patreon with this show, and I just interviewed a guy that basically hooked up with this woman, and she grabbed his like. She later on showed pictures of stuff that she had stolen from him. Oh, and then he just he when they were hooking up, he heard voices, and like he, it's this whole story of him going through basically trying to 
He's Jewish. He went to all these like churches just because he couldn't find any synagogues and to get this like whatever energy was on him. And it, yeah, yeah, uh, he needed yeah. it removed. The whole story yeah. was that. Well, yeah. when Karen brought a medium to my house to figure out why my three-year-old, she was two at the time, wasn't sleeping at all, and I'm talking every night, up, all night long. So imagine I'm a comic. I get home 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'm up at one. Then I'm up at two. Then I'm up at three. Then I'm up at four. Then I'm up at five. Like it was all night. And I was losing my mind. Do you remember how Mm -hmm. I was absolutely losing my fucking mind? And the medium said, well, your daughter, her name's Terry. She's wonderful. She's been on our podcast. Your daughter is an empath. And that's why she is like, you know, my son wasn't affected. I mean, a little bit, maybe a little bit. He had like a couple little moments where he was like, I feel like someone's tickling my feet. And then he was over it. Like, he just didn't, you know, and I, I said, oh, really? He's like, yeah, someone, it was right when we moved into this new house. Someone keeps tickling my feet. And I go, oh, okay. Fuck, and I call Karen. But it's because my daughter is an empath, and so someone tickles her feet, and she's like, everybody out! Like, she flips out, she wakes up, she has to wake the whole house up, and she can't go back to sleep, and she's not happy because she... She absorbs that energy very easily and quickly. And she's probably more of it, even more of an empath than like most, like most kids are empathic, but I think Claire is way more. And she's probably an indigo child. Well, she is a people pleaser, first of all, at two, and especially now at three, she'll ask you, Sam, are you happy? Like She'll go up and ask you and make sure that you're happy. So I think she was like really like this, whatever energy this was, which thankfully was cleared. And I haven't talked to you about it, but I think maybe has come back. I got to talk to you. Could be. There's a, because she keeps now saying, oh, and and she's saying it matter of factly. Oh, mommy, the bad man's here again. And she hasn't said that in months. Really? And that's what she used to say when we first moved into this new house. Oh, there's when a bad man here. When did you move in? Here. What month did you move exactly in? Exactly July. Okay. That exactly be, this month. Then we may be having a, um, oh, that fuck. might be a time thing. But Claire is going to outgrow it or be able to deal with it on her own. But I do think she's an indigo. I think she's got way more what than What is an indigo? Indigo is the next generation of children that are very much more enlightened than we are. In fact, a lot of them, people are having trouble with their kids now because their kids are coming into this world wanting to straighten it out and love and light and they're like why do we have to watch the kardashians what is this about materialism and they're getting very messed up interesting but yeah. we they're getting messed up or they're the parents no are? the parent the kids are very um, because our world is not set up for them and they're going to fix it our world is set up to get likes on social media yeah so they're coming in and they're overly sensitive like this. Yeah, yeah. And they're very, um, I just did read for a tarot party at a school. I swear to God, this kid's five. He comes in. Why, where the adults were, I don't know. But I was reading for kids. And, and, and you know what? No one's getting a unicorn. There were a lot of broken hearts as I was doing my reading. <laughs> yeah. And this little kid comes in and he's like, he can barely talk. I don't know what five is, but he's very young. And he says to me, I go, what would you like to know about your future? Because now I'm just playing mom with them. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I want to know if I'm going to be a good person and I'm going to be able to overcome all these. He starts talking to me and I'm like, whose kid is this? Yeah. And I go, this is a Buddhist. He's talking to me about Buddhist principles and changing his life for the next one. And when he's done, I run out to the father and I go, this kid was a Buddhist in, in his last life. You know, he was a monk probably. And the guy goes, I know he meditates all day. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? what is that? And how lucky are you to get a kid that meditates wow. all day? And he was so far advanced. And, um, 
in one little girl where mom was holding her and she goes wait a minute again these kids are so young she goes why how do you look at those cards and then you know the future and i was like she is on that verge and she's trying to understand it but it was fascinating but yeah the, the look up indigo children they're they're going to help out a lot but you may be having sort of a seasonal where it may even be a residual oh a seasonal because, ghost yes a seasonal, seasonal ghost. like seasonal you know? allergies yeah. kind of like, like that. those sam adams beers <laughs> yeah. seasonal ones exactly because you know from um the from november to december my friends that work on the like tommy the demonologist works on the bad 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 cases uh they he only gets called in when it's bad uh he only does it when it's bad he's kind of he gets he gets called in when it's really bad when you're when things are flying around your house and you and your kids are in danger and people are being dragged around because he's just sort of he stays sort of out of it a little bit he's just so brilliant you gotta have him on the show yeah. um he's uh the the between i think november and december he does we do nothing because everything is moving backwards so if you go in to try and cleanse a house you're almost giving energy it's almost useless because it's flipping backwards but as soon as you hit that new year let's go in again let's do it so uh, november december just let it ride yeah as long as nobody's getting killed and your pets or there's nothing you can do i mean they even told me me that like we were having all of this and it was falling into november and december and karen's like i I, you just had to wait just gotta like just white knuckle it she had another she had a actually this was very smart this is where your haunting helped me because like the thing is when this if something like this is coming through which we were fairly certain it was human so you're going to mess up the vibration you want to screw up the vibration so this thing can't come in so you want to use things like magnets like we use rare earth magnets and you put them on the walls and they send out a and the thing doesn't like it it's like a bad like the other guy had a song some guy sent you a yes, song this uh indian guru i mean i'm i went out to everybody <laughs> Everyone you can think of, I connected with. And then Indian Guru gave me a song to play. And he says that bad spirits, um, any spirit really, doesn't like this vibration. To them, it's like a... So that song would have a vibration, It's like Nickelback. Right. (laughs) They're just like, stop it! That's exactly it. No more corporate rock! Right, right. So so I did that. But that didn't quite help... We chipped Either. away at it, we I think, chipped is what away. Happened, and Here's it became annoyed. One of the things that I think might have helped, I don't know if I even told you the whole story of this, Rick Overton, I told him this because we were having lunch. He crushed that night, too. Did he? Yeah, he's great. Um, so Rick Overton, another comic, uh, he said, look, you look like you're in a bad place right now. To call my call my lady. Because I told him, I was like, Karen Rentowski, and I've done this, and I've done that. He goes, she um, is kind of expensive, uh, but she's going to do something you've never seen before well, in your life. He's like, you know, everyone's got a weed guy. He's right. got like a spirit. He's got the person. Yes. Call yeah. my person. He's Call my the, person. He's got pure shit. 100%. I got, I go down to her house. She's down like in the South Bay. She has me sit on a massage table. Okay. She lies down on the floor underneath the massage table. And for half an hour, I'm not allowed to open my eyes because she's going to look through. I don't know what the fuck is happening through the massage table into my eyes. And she's like, I'm looking through your house right now. And she's describing my house that she's never been in. Oh, my God. What the fuck is that? That's some CZXYZ. Yes. And what did you, but when we were oh, doing, man. yeah, yeah. 
when we were doing her house, we need a tinfoil suit, not right. just hats. We need the whole suit. When she, when she had the magnets, her husband was like, "No, can't do magnets because kids eat magnets and it's all immediate poison." Yeah, they, they'll, right. they'll die. So immediately. I was trying to sew magnets into little dolls, and, yes. stuff. and then we did the other one was black light. We did a black light, a black light, but you got to have it in the room when people really have trouble, like in the haunting in Connecticut or whatever. Black light, they have the family sleep in a place or black light. And then the husband, yeah, right, Mike. Mike is like, well, we're going to damage their eyes. So we're like, okay, no, but like everything I had, he was like, not in the kids' room. Can't do that. Can't do that. You he, know, he's like, not on board. He's not yeah. on board. I mean, he's fine. Like, he puts up with me. Right, right. <laughs> but he's not on board. He's not like, fuck, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm walking around the house with Karen's bells. Ding, ding, ding. Uh-huh. Going yeah. all around the house. I'm smudging. I was smudging one day when the Time Warner cable guy came. You're smudging. I was smudging. That's a, When someone walks Just, in and you're smudging, that's I'm, a weird moment. <laughs> It was a babysitter, okay. and uh, we put stuff over a hat. So, uh, no, I had all the doors open, because you told me to open all the doors, right? Okay, so all the doors and windows are open. There's a lot in this house, like sliding glass doors. Everything's open, and I have, uh, what's the the Palo Santo? Palo Santo. Did Palo note Santo. for your listeners, Sage brings in light, can open up doors, do not want... Uh, if you have a problem, don't use sage. Use Palo Santo. It gets rid of negativity. Right. Why, why, when would I don't, not use sage? When what's going on? <laughs> when you're trying to break up negative energy and get rid of it, and it's really bad, you want to use a piece of stick of wood called Palo Santo. You can get it on eBay for oh, 10 I got cents. like five. Yeah, it's, I got a bunch, and so I'm like doing all this all around the house, and I'm talking to it. And some people said, you know, speak nicely, like, hey, you don't live here anymore. You don't exist here anymore. We're living here now. Please, you know, leave this space so we can live here. And then other people said, you got to tell that, no, like you got to talk to them like a bad dog. Like the that dog just, just pooped yeah. in the house. Stop and it. And so I decided to try the other way this time because I tried the nicey nice way, right? Yeah. So uh, I treated the ghost like it was a, you know, drunk heckler. And I was just like, get him out of here, right? So I'm screaming. <laughs> the Time Warner guy unbeknownst to me went through our back gate and he's in the backyard and I was like get out now I'm screaming thinking I'm by myself oh my god you are not welcome here and I'm like in this low demon voice and there's all this smoke coming out of my house and I just see him and I go oh shit and he's like jiggling with his belt you know like yeah. all his equipment he's running running across the backyard uh, he, he, he got went, scared yeah. and he went to his car Dude. and they called me and they go can the Time Warner guy come and service uh-huh. I go yeah he's totally welcome like he was just there uh-huh. He got scared. And Latinos, I'm assuming he's Latino. That was pretty racist of me, but... Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't? No. Okay, because we had a couple Latino Time Warner guys come in, and I could just imagine what... No. Because like, they're totally into the whole... No, he was thing. he was beardy McFluffy oh, here over here. Oh, he's done that before. Yeah. Yep, I yep. was a Time Warner guy. Were you? Yeah, yep. you look like your brother, for and sure. <laughs> just for your listeners, she was at a different point. Like, when if you have something in your house, call Paranormal Investigators before, because when we investigate... You have to be out of the house be, so we can take your things. Yeah. Uh, but um, you don't want that ghost to figure there's an open line of communication with you now because that is almost welcoming them. So we want to go in first and open that line of communication so they feel welcome with me, not you. Ah. It's very intricate. Now, you've done some ghost chasing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, what, uh, 
any of the craziest stories? I mean, obviously the person yelling in the Portland tunnel was great, but has there been one where you're like, it got crazy? Yeah, we, um, the craziest thing, and I'll always say, you bring someone that knows the death penalty to see this, is called a walk-on or a walk-in, what? where it's not like a demonic possession, but where if someone in your group, if their aura is compromised uh, and a spirit is you know, strong enough or manipulative enough, they can enter their body. And it, it, it can be anything from the person all of a sudden can't move, they're paralyzed, to someone like all of a sudden I'm screaming at you like I'm a pirate. Get out! Yeah, And it's somebody else in that person's body. And it's not uh, subtle. It's another person in in your friend's body speaking to you a different way, and it's it when the first time you see it, you're like, "What?" You when you I I just immediately thought all those people in prison that are like, "I'm innocent." I think, "Oh my God!" If something knew how to manipulate their body, that's the most shocking. It still shocks me every time I oh, see it. So there could be something where. A demon jumped into these people's body. Not a demon. Demon is a possession. Demon is a... It would be another human ghost. It would be another spirit. And here's the thing. They hang around bars a lot. Because when you're drunk, your aura is very compromised. In fact, the first time I saw it happen, we did not realize this person had a drug problem. And nobody really knew. And he went out. Like one of the mediums in the group went, somebody's not okay. So when you feel that, you, you shine the light on the person's shoes so you don't blind them. And you go, hey, I'm Kira, and I'm okay. Hey, I'm Ryan, and okay. Come the next guy. He was out. And something had happened before then that we probably should have known. Something was already scratching at the back of his neck, which is an entrance point. If you're in a haunted place and there's a scratch behind your neck, something's usually trying to enter you. There's a couple of entrance spots. And That's we had to get him. for my husband. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I, I've heard that. <laughs> and that, w- that was a life-changing moment for me. That the- And that, and then when I got my attachment, it's very interesting how susceptible we are to things that we don't even know. Yeah, that was so. The crazy. guy was possessed. Uh, we don't say possessed because when a, de- oh. a demon possesses, we call it a walk on. Because the, a human spirit, they also, unless they are, you know, people that are very intense in life, can they can only sustain it for so long. So it's not going to go on forever. But they can, you know, like this one probably wasn't that strong. It was on the Star of India, and the guy went out. He could, he lost control of everything. He could barely talk. He was like, oh. But I, and then another one happened where I saw where it was a woman that doesn't even swear, and all of a sudden there was like this angry spirit in her, and she was half aware so one minute she was going i can't get it out i can't get it out and the other minute she's going fuck you get out of my house you know what i mean like there was this wow. multiple thing going on and it was you know that's a human on a human is a walk-on possession with the demon is a whole different and it, there's like a systematic way it has to happen have you ever encountered uh, a demon or a spirit or anything over and over like you're like oh it's it's bob again bob <laughs> And now you're like in Portland and all of a sudden you're in like San Diego and look who showed up. Like it's some episode of Charmed. Um, you're like, oh, look who showed up here. Rhinoceros, man. I, <laughs> Get out of here, Rhinoceros, man. You're oh, Charmed. You won't date me. I hate you. Like some weird something like that. I haven't. I have a friend, but I will tell you the fairy attachment that I have that I was very aware of that I actually see that experience as a learning experience because now when someone comes in for a Reiki session, 
I kind of know what the deal is. And I know how seriously to take that and how seriously to take your actions of, are you going to, let's just fool around with witchcraft. Let's, you know, that kind of thing. Or people that ghost hunt and they don't know anything about ghost hunting. They're like, hey, let's just go ghost hunting. Yeah. But I'm very, in fact, I see that thing sometimes. And it's kind of like, because now there's a connection between me and it. And I'm kind of like, no. But I have a friend who has the same voice, the EVP voice show up. When, wherever he goes, sometimes it shows it. So it's something with him. But that can also be a guide or an ancestor that's with you a lot. That you that So it's not always evil, but it's not out of the question. But that thing, I know it's in my apartment sometimes, and I'm like, nope, we're not going there. I want to, uh, we'd like to do a tarot card reading here in a few, but I want to go back to something you said earlier, and I don't, I, I, and I, we kind of moved so quickly I couldn't talk about, but uh, you say you like pictures? You yeah, like, I like to take uh, photos. Do you I, have any? I ha- My best ones, actually, there's a thing on Facebook where I took, where I wasn't even ghost hunting. Where, where, can, I we, was, where can we um, look that up? If you go to my Facebook page, it's actually an album, and it was at the Joke Joint in Houston? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. And uh, then I found out the place was a brothel before. There, or at one point, the building was a brothel, which then makes it hugely haunted and i can show you something on the picture because a lot of people send me their pictures and uh orbs are not a lot of time orbs are a very touchy subject because 99 percent spell your last name r-o-n-t-o-w-s-k-i uh i mean speaking of brothels how how possessed is the comedy store Oh, it's it's awfully it's awful and it's, it's not good, good. No, no it's bad, bad bad i had a ghost push me in the I've belly had, room. You know those like three, four steps from the mezzanine yeah. to the main part of the belly room? Yeah. I was pushed down. I was by myself. I was setting up for, remember Adam Barnhart's show every Sunday? I was there always the first one to set up. Um, yeah. And uh, I would put out the candles. Remember he did rose petals? Remember yeah. all that? He'd yeah. put candy on the tables. Yeah. I had to do all that shit. Right. So I'd take the, the, the candles out of the, the seats. Um, I think they've remodeled those since. Yeah. But um, And then I'd walk up the steps. And then I had um, someone... Push me down those steps. I fell like just like like just a dead weight all the way down and left immediately. I was like, I'll wait until Peter Sprite shows up or yeah. Brian Keith Etheridge or Aaron I've had, Cater. Uh, I've seen spirits. We've talked about it on the show yeah. before. I was in um, uh, the lobby, the main room. It was completely it, like I I was there. I ran somewhere and maybe ten minutes later I come back and the room is completely black. And I go, did anyone come in here and turn these lights off? And they're like, nah, I didn't see anybody. And I go in there and there's this weird sliver of light that Mm. I can't figure out where the light is coming from (laughs) because there's no light source. And the, the only light source is way down the hall from outside. Which it would have to bing, 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 and yeah. then the gate here, and it right. doesn't make any sense. Right. And I was just staring, and then I just see a black figure just. Whoosh, oh fuck! Went right oh, in front God. of it. Yeah. I was in the green room and uh, of the main room hanging out, and somebody uh, just there's a shower there for some reason because back in the day that's where the dancers would dance, and I just heard the knob turn. And water started coming. Oh, shit. Uh, Let me ask you a question. You know that bathroom that's kind of like, kind of shares a wall with the main room lobby? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened in there? Do you know any any Death, inside stories? Yeah, cause that was, because that was because whenever I've used it in the past, I always go, "Oh fuck, why did I use this again?" There's a woman's room. I don't know if there's a men's room, men's room there, but there's a woman's like powder yeah. room. I know where it is. And I always go in and always just I go, "Nope, I'm gonna pee somewhere else." 
I always forget well, that know, something. It was just, an old mob bar. Right. What it was, was an abortion clinic. They think upstairs in the belly room was an abortion clinic yeah. way back in the day. Oh. What do you mean way back? Like, in the 30s. It's yeah. going to be again I've soon. I've seen some abortions on We're going to have so to do sure. some comedy store Plus abortions. Plus, when, when you say the room is black, 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 before something comes through, we call that veiling, where you think you're in a dark room and all of a sudden it's darker than dark. That's something trying to come through. So that's why it would have been so black before It the was light. so black. And then the, that bright white light that I, I don't, to this day, have never seen it. The comedy store might actually have a wormhole or like a, uh, not a wormhole, a... Um, what is it? A vortex. vortex. Yeah. I think because once you get that negativity, it starts to attract more, okay. you know. No. I but they, they have stories of tr- coming in and all the chairs are back up on the tables. That's not human. That's some, humans can lift maybe up to two pounds. You can, human could push this a little bit. Human spirit could push this. But once you get into that heavy, that's something else. <laughs> Who wants a reading? Who uh, am I reading? I do. Uh, no, yes. no, no, you no, want a read. I, no, no, you I, want a reading. Sam, you Triple ask for a reading. We'll get it you in the, we'll get it in the down in the Look basement. Look how scared. Look how scared he is. Sam, you're half Armenian. That, mean, that means that you have pagan Would you go Indian. to the hotel with us sometime? What's that yeah, hotel? Yeah, I'll bring everything. The, the Stay on Main, which was originally <gasps> the Cecil Hotel. You can get hotel. into that? Well, yeah. I have been trying to get into that. We've got to get Ryan Singer. I've been trying to get into that for months. The old, uh, it was the the, um, the Cecil, Cecil amazing, oh, where the woman was in there? the water tower. They're redoing it. Mm-hmm. It's under uh, construction right ah. now. But we got it. And, and Stay on Main was because they want away from that reputation. Yeah. But then American Horror Story did it. So, yeah. Oh, I've been dying to get in there. All right. Yes. All right. All right. So, Sam, let's see this. Okay. This one. And since we don't have time. Why would you do this? Just, it's okay. Karen will read you and I'll read you and it's fine. Since we have a limited amount of time, is there a topic you want us to hit? Because we can yeah. be more specific with a topic. I'm fine with whatever. All I right. mean, like, I, you guys pick whatever it Choose is. your intent. I don't know. No, uh-huh. I don't know. How about Just the success of the Just, podcast? Yeah, you want to do the podcast? Am I going to be healthy? Am I going to be mm-hmm. live a healthy life? Yeah. I'm like, would you tell me if it was bad? You're like, oh, dude, you are going to. Get- a, I don't think we need way. to tell you that it's bad. You already know. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Worse. It's, worse. it's going to get worse. Let's do podcasts and stand up. Let's do podcasts. Okay, yeah. The, the yeah. success of your podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe you won't do this, dude. That's not cool. <laughs> you were supposed to do this. See, isn't it? You know what? I would rather, but I'm, it's okay. I'm doing you already because I don't know anything about him. And that's See, my that's favorite. what I would it's like. Okay, but I don't know your childhood, so it's fine. The first thing that pops up is, uh, I, I, I mean. I don't guess say I, I got tiny hands. This don't g- say no, that. no, your hands look great. Very masculine. Very <laughs> thick, thick shaft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice circumcision job, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Thank I can you. see that. I take pride in it. <laughs> um, go ahead. I, I, the only, okay. Yeah. Um, there is something about this podcast that you got over. Like there's a hump or there's a number or there's a something that right now you're going over it. And actually the money is about to increase. Okay. okay. Number one. But number two, there's something about it that has come to a conclusion or an ending. It's showing me literally you guys are on something is ending and something is beginning. You have the death card, which is the best card. It's the end of stagnation. Uh, Wherever you think you were stuck, 
you want to go right into that right now. There's going to be a little more resistance, and you're going into a spot where the competition is more. I don't know how else to say that, but it's like the podcast is going to the next level, and that is going to reflect on you as for what you're ready to take on. Oh. Okay, like you may, like if you had a fear of success or failure or whatever it is, that's going to start to overwhelm, oh. and you're going to be like, dude, I didn't think it was going to go this far or something like that. There is also a... Um, uh, what's coming up with it is it's moving to the next level, but it's almost like people are going to go, well, what are we going to do with it now? And you're like, it's just a podcast. And they're like, no, 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 there's something else. You And you're going to almost be confused by that. Like, what are they saying? Is this a TV show? Is this a what or what? And it's going to actually be a battle where you're going to be like, do we stick to exactly what we decided or does it move to the next layer? And I'm leaving you on that battle, on that confusion. Okay. But something <laughs> is an absolute stop and start. Like, we're done with that. Now we're going here. Okay. That's so interesting because that's totally going on right now. <laughs> uh-huh. My thing is, I, I first thing I always read when I read people is just kind of like the, the whatever you have like on the surface. So like think of it as like, like you're wearing a sweater. I can tell you what kind of sweater it is because I have to like take that sweater off before I get to the next layer. And sometimes I say this to people. It's an analogy I use a lot. Uh, your energy right now is like um, when you try to find a radio station. You know how it's like, hey, the weather is going to be 58 and blah, blah, blah. Like it's very, um, and this goes back into even childhood. It's very hard to focus because there's a lot of just lots of uh, information shooting at every single different angle. Yeah. And it feels like, I don't know if this is from childhood as well, but it feels like um, were you told a lot of different things as a kid? Like, you can do anything. You're stupid. Like, was it like yeah. confusion and chaos? Yeah, of course. Well, sure, yes, but some kids weren't. Some kids were like... I was raised be- by a guy who told you, to me, and he's a wonderful person. Sure. And I love him to death. My father was a very paranoid human being. Wow. And he very much um, instilled into me the need to scorch the earth if people fucked with you. And it's like a horrible way to deal with people. Well, it feels like there was always... Um, Contradiction. Contradiction and mis... Like, either you always misheard something or you... Like, you feels like, I didn't get all the information and now I have to move forward and I don't feel like I have all the information. And that happens where, like, I take little information and I make the whole story up. And oh, then I'm just interesting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, you I know? It's like you'll you read, like, yeah. a fucking title of an article right. and you'll be like, oh, I know the story. And you're like, instead of, like, reading the <laughs> whole thing. But that's why you love this. I just started doing some stuff on my podcast that like that. But my childhood wasn't like that. My child cons- childhood consistent hate. Consistent. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Uh, this is going to be weird. Wherever you live right now, was there like a roof that was taken apart? Is there like a hole over your head? I lived in a house. Yeah. Not where I live right now. It could have been, but not since okay. I've been there. Okay. But when I was in college. No, this is recent. But uh, go ahead. Finish your story. Well, when I was in college, uh, crystal meth had just hit. Oh. And this guy <laughs> was, we didn't realize how much he was doing. And he was like, we're like, man, we got to fix this house. The, 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 the roof is lit. He's like, oh, man, I'll just fix it. I can fix the roof. No problem. And he came. He pulled the entire roof off, and we never saw him again. I lived in a <laughs> oh, convertible. You know what? That is what this is. Because I literally see you living, and you see the sky. I lived in a convertible for like a month. 
Like the house Wait, is a convertible. Yeah, that's okay. So that is what this is. Yeah. So for some reason, I'm seeing it like was it the house like round? It was. It was an. It was a. The, I haven't lived in a round house. It was. It, it was just. It this. feels like it had like a lot of round, almost like. Ah, this is so weird. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to you during that time. Is that like a major thing? Like that's when I started comedy or something major I, well, like yeah, that I was. imprinted on your life, that moment of living where you can see the sun. Like you could see the moon and the sun like a skylight. Like uh, a, I uh, started doing comedy right around that right as around well. That time. It was oh, about okay. two, that's why 1993 or four. Yeah. Okay. Karen has a question. Um, in this change... You need to verify everything. I'm going to repeat that word, verify everywhere, because you have a betrayal coming. Ryan. Oh, no! <laughs> Aaron. But you don't know what it is? Uh, we'll, we'll talk after. Okay. I can look into it and talk after, too. Okay. Um, what it's else? not immediate. It's not here. Okay. It's not. Okay. Uh, what other questions do you have? What else? Uh, I... Uh, do you want to do health? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can be honest with me. <laughs> oh, I don't see anything bad anyways. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll tell people, like, I'll tell women, oh, you got to go to the OBGYN. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And then they go, and then they, like, had a thing removed. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that kind of stuff. So, it's never, like, anything, like, terrible, terrible. But you do need to go to the OBGYN. <laughs> you have a uterus that you didn't even know about. They call it a stealth uterus. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let me see. Does this make it really hard right here to be on point? Like to be in this in this on this podcast, which has a certain level of it's success, a certain level of distraction, and it is this like you got nail this, or else people be like, whatever. She wasn't right on that. Like, is there well, a, ta- a sense of uh, pressure? People will say that anyways. Yeah. Yeah. People will find fault. But here's the thing. Um, sometimes with a reading, we nail it down the line. So if you don't hear it on the podcast, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right, right. But, uh, you know, it's like, it's like saying, like, why didn't you fall in love with that person immediately at the coffee shop? Well, sometimes these things take yeah. a little bit, you know, like I have to really right. sit with you. Right. Right. We do an hour podcast. Yeah. The last 10 minutes are usually the best because <laughs> we've really like dug in. Right. Into and the I person. do readings every day. That's what I do readings over the phone. I have a clientele. If people want to book, they can go to my website. And um, yeah, we, we, we still on health. I'm just looking at uh, I don't know if did you have a surgery? I haven't had a surgery, but I've had. No, I mean a long time. I haven't been in the hospital. You haven't forever. been in the hospital, but you had something taken out, like it, like an appendixy type of thing that didn't really like it was not like, with oh. surgery, just with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Were you I'm in Malaysia to... and one of your kidneys is now missing? I haven't had. I just recently had blood work done. No, that's not it. Is there a change you're making right now? I have you walking away from something like yeah. I'm all done with that. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Let oh that... my god. <laughs> Don't let that cause anxiety. Whatever you're worried about with that, it's going the right way. Oh, okay? really? Yeah. And if you're having trouble sleeping, that will pass also. Okay. I have a problem with resentments and holding it on, and I try to kill it off because I see it happening like through recovery. Like I had a, dr- I have a drug problem that I, I don't fi- don't do now, but I had it, and it. There is resentments, and I have to catch myself stopping the re- pushing the resentments out. But it does play over and over in my head. You you know what? There's a really good book called uh, 
radical forgiveness that I just started that is awesome. It's like a workbook where you have to do it. Um, so I think that'll be really good for you. But don't uh, remember uh, worry and resentment. What do they say about resentment? It's poison. It's like taking. taking it's like trying yeah. to poison somebody by taking the poison. It's totally true. Yeah. 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 I mean, I really don't see... I'm going to talk about the surgery thing off the podcast, but I don't see anything major for health. Okay. But there's a surgery question I have, and we'll okay. just do it off the podcast. Okay. And there's, yeah, and there's a <laughs> oh, decision God. you're going to make. It's a decision. So I, I have it as a decision. So it might be yeah, uh, uh, the same thing, but as a... Yeah. This is why oh. you didn't want to do this, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm super sensitive, too, so I was afraid Dude, I might cry what... on air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, yeah. Well, this is a short. I don't know how long you're. I wasn't sure how long it would be. I mean, I would love. We to do. Be- we do a long because we have to get into it, right? And then sometimes we'll say something at the beginning, and then at the end you of our podcast, no- it comes full circle. Oh, oh you're getting a puppy. Oh. And there's things that are they call psychic uh, amnesia. Where um, and I even had this happen when someone gave me a reading where you'll go of the describe like this woman was going uh, you could describe someone perfectly I go and then they uh, this person always wears a hat like not a trendy hat they have a hat they wear I don't know who that is but it's always with red sneakers and it's you'll describe it like no 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 and then halfway in they'll go oh that's my husband and you'll be like (laughs) oh you know like they'll blank. And um, it, so it's always there is that they're in the moment and they're trying so hard and they should shouldn't even try to make it fit. And when that happens during a reading, I'll I just go okay. Then I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna leave that there. Like I said this when I keep seeing a necklace. What's about this necklace? She kept going nothing, nothing, and and she goes, you know, my mother just gave me a necklace yesterday, and I was like, do you get the connection? Oh my god, I, we had know, a guest. Did you see weird shit? Is that why you're like? I'm oh, gonna take talk your- to you off air. Oh no. <laughs> It's not bad. I actually do see one good thing. You want me to tell you what the one I see? Well, yeah, that'd be fun to end on with. <laughs> I think it's more interesting to end this way. I, well, I got to talk to you after. I saw a good thing. Anyways, wrap it up. Say goodbye. He continued. Um, uh, so you, I don't know who you're working with right now, like in terms of like manager and agent wise. Yeah. Um, but actually... And I know this is a kind of a general thing that all comics and actors and anyone in the industry goes through. It's like, oh, God, are they going to do anything for me? Right. But there is an upcoming thing that they finally put a seed in that you were like, oh, I never thought about doing that. Like maybe it's like a, a book or something. Yeah, that they yeah, were yeah. like, I'm going to hook you up with a publisher. And you're like, what the fuck? That's really? not what I'm going to do. But it it really works. It Whatever this... Do you have a team right now? I have a guy. A guy. So he's going to bring something up to you and you're going to be like, what the fuck? That is not what I want to do. It's actually going to shoot. It's going to skyrocket. So just, you know, think of everything that he's like kind of, oh, brainstorming and write him down and be like, ooh, what is this? I love it. You know, because there is something that finally... You're going to be like, finally, did something good. Okay. I appreciate that. I love you. Can you guys uh, tell us uh, any dates you might have in terms of uh, stand-up or anything you might want to promote real quick? Yeah, I'm going to be in uh, Santa Barbara at the Comedy Hideaway. You guys know that yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a new, it's coming guy. back, it's coming back. Um, July 14th, everybody. I believe that's a Saturday. Let's hope. That is a Saturday. That is a Saturday. Good, good. Uh, I'll be there uh, July 14th, Comedy Hideaway in Santa Barbara. And I will be in Phoenix at Stir Crazy July 19th through the 21st. Oh, I love it. We do tinfoil hats live shows. Uh, we do some live 
We do stand-up in a podcast, sometimes in the belly room, sometimes at the ice house. Uh, when we do next one, we'd love to have you guys oh, yeah. on. And we do a fun show. And yeah. uh, we sometimes we have flat earthers on, and sometimes we have paranormal. We'll have some paranormals on, too. Yeah, so to. it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to end with everybody's favorite segment on the show. And again, guys. Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Don't be an idiot. Hey, Aaron. You better be <laughs> sick, dead, or mute. A.A. Ron. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. You filthy animal. Aaron, thoughts? You know, I want to I believe it. I love Karen. I love Kira. I just, I, it's, for me, it's just not, I don't know. It's a guy who loves baseball and stuff, crust <laughs> yeah. pizza, dude. What can you what do? What don't you believe, Aaron? He doesn't believe anything. anything. He's been on every episode for, oh, a hundred, and this is four. He believes in nothing that I we I don't talk think about. he's listening. I don't think he is. Yeah, I really think he's just checking his Facebook. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, guys, this one been one of my favorite podcast episodes we've Yay. done. So thank you. We'd love to do it again. If there's some big event coming up, we can get in some more. Maybe we'll just do a whole episode of you reading him. Yes. I want to so see much you cry. Fun. I want to make you cry. Tears into your beard. That's <laughs> Guys, what again, Skankfest. It is Tinfoil Hat <laughs> with Tim that Gillis. Was us. No, no. We're going to be there, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Let us know if you can make it. Buy your tickets now. It's going to be a fun time. We love you guys, and thank you for all your support. Check out the t shirts at allcomedytshirts.com and check out what we're doing on Patreon, patreon.com, Tinfoil Hat. We love you guys. Take care. <laughs>